Hello everyone and welcome to Sequel Pitch episode 56. I'm your host this week, Matt Rushton, and joining me are two warriors who are sharpening their vibranium claws and getting ready to strip down to their underwear and get very sweaty. It's General Ross Harmston. Oh, hello. shit. Uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, you threw me. Shit. Shit. Caught you there, didn't I? Yeah. And literally caught us with our pants down. <laughs> Woo. Put I mean, it away. Later. Go. Later, Andy. <laughs> Gosh. And there you go. Of course, joining us also is our Wakandi Henry. <laughs> hey, hello. Hello, gents. How are we both? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Good intros, well done. Thank you very yeah. much. So, <laughs> Drew is a bit busy working with Shuri on some new Wakandan stealth tech, so isn't with us today, I don't think. So if it wasn't obvious this week, we are diving back into a cinematic world with more drama and chaos than British politics right now. We are going into Marvel's Black Panther. Topical, there you go. There you go. Even though this is going to air probably when <laughs> the whole government's just imploded. It'd still and... be shit. Some it tells me drama's only going to get worse yeah, from where true. we are yeah, recording yeah. this now. <laughs> We're still in October recording. Who knows yeah. what state the country's in when you're hearing this. But anyway, as always, to help you remember how good this movie is, because it's definitely going to get recommended, the host, that's me, has the challenge to summarise this movie in 60 seconds. A nightmare when it's a film like this, but hey-ho, here we go. Fresh off the tragic events of Captain America Civil War, Prince T'Challa, aka Black Panther, is next in succession to the kingship of Wakanda. T'Challa fends off a challenge to his throne in combat with M'Baku of the Jabari tribe, we then learn through flashbacks the previous king, T'Chaka, sent his brother to the USA to learn of their ways undercover. But he became disgusted with the treatment of black Americans and wanted to equip them with Wakandan tech to level the scales. His best friend and confidant turned out to be Wakandan, and he was reporting back to the king the whole time. There's a ruckus in which the king kills his brother, leaving his, or his orphaned nephew still in the US. We skip to today and we learn that his son is now a an uber scary assassin and has a grudge after his uncle's death he finds a way to Wakanda through Ulysses Claw and his circus who comes back again whom of course he kills off and eventually Killmonger is his name beats T'Challa in combat and we now presume T'Challa's dead turns out obviously he's not it's Black Panther he and Killmonger re-engage in one-to-one -one combat whilst the tribes who've sided with their preferred leader also do battle Killmonger is finally bested in combat by T'Challa. They share a very respectful moment before he dies in the sunrise. Yeah, it is sunrise. Before they die, seeing the sun rise. Closing, we see T'Challa opens the first Wakandan International Outreach Centre in California as Wakanda opens their international relations for the first time. Oh, and of course, there's post-credit scenes. Wakanda is a nation of farmers. They're asked what can they offer the world with a smirk from King T'Challa. And then we see a familiar face who's had some time to cool off after his last outburst. That's all right. We get Sergeant Barnes back. So, like, that is the biggest nutshell I could fit that movie in, boys. That was good. Yeah. <clears throat> Quite a poignant movie, obviously, for a number of yeah. reasons we're going to touch on. But initial thoughts and feelings. Ross, what do we think? Rewatching this, I haven't watched it for a while. And rewatching it, I fucking loved it. I was like, oh my God, I love. I love, it's just such a different Marvel movie. Mm. They really draw on the East African sort of traditions and it's just a, a breath of fresh air 
when you're watching it for a second time, you're like, fucking hell, this is so, so poignant. And there's some really lovely moments. And Chadwick Boseman, again, is a mm. performer. And he's got such a good, strong supporting cast in this movie. You know, his mother, um, his father, and Shuri, obviously, and his girlfriend, kind of-ish. <laughs> um, and uh, I can't remember her name, the guard, the head the head general. Um, yeah, uh, her yeah. as well. Um, I just, yeah, I loved every bit mm -hmm. of it, this one. And I think, weirdly, because of his, because you know the actor sadly passed away, it makes it even more like, it makes it even more memorable, if that makes yeah, sense. absolutely. I think we'll yeah. come on to a couple of your points after it. I just Let's get an idea what Andy's initial thoughts are. Yeah, again, like Ross, I haven't watched it in a while. And then um, watching it again and uh, everyone saying, you know, Killmonger was one of the first best, if not the, still the best uh, Marvel villain and people can relate to a story. I forgot about that and how, yeah, just how much of the film is taken up and how, I guess, you know, right is subjective to say, but right you can say he is or how much you do kind of like lean towards him. And um, yeah, I, I loved how much they, they, took um african inspiration and stuff and yeah it was a good a good kind of a good turn for an mc mcu movie and then yeah we did kind of have a big fight at the end which i think now with like things like she hulk that's just come out i think we may be i don't know it depends on movies and stuff because i quite enjoyed this whole big battle but i was like oh it's so predictable and i don't know if it if 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 it was needed so much mm. but um still very enjoyable and 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 great we're, we're in a time now where disney tv obviously exists and we're, we're seeing these epic tv series now from marvel so yeah this is before that it comes out before that i think you touched on it. michael b john for me kills the role like he's incredible in it but it yeah. is such a stellar cast he looks like he sculpted out of clay <laughs> Jesus. i could not train as high like for, for years and i could not just get like, a bicep on my side like it's <laughs> well, to look at Christ. what you do think... for training mate <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to put actually weights and not donuts. That would probably help. But I think it's like because now watching it, you're like, fucking hell, this was probably the first movie where Marvel went, no, we're going to go whole, we're going to go really into the traditions of, you know, African culture and stuff. Then obviously you've got like, it's it paved the way really for like, you know, Shang-Chi um, to really like do different traditions in the, what would be the the normal respect you know, and culture isn't it we're yeah, moving yeah. away from yeah putting it bluntly we're moving away from the caucasian culture we're starting to step into new worlds yeah new that's what i was yeah yeah that i feel mm -hmm. like yeah, go on. but also the like the, the the crew sorry i was gonna say just the crew as well and i guess with like shang chi and stuff like that like a lot of the crew wasn't caucasians and stuff like that like ryan coogler was a black man did this i'm pretty sure it was written by him and another black man so yeah it was rather it was a, a big I don't know, I don't want to say big change, but the, like, the starting change and where everything was starting to become less white males. I think um, this so, yeah. this leads into like my, like we have to, you can't not talk about this, I guess, because, you know, it's it's 2018 Black Panther releases. The, the world's in a very confusing place at the time. Um, how important were, and you know, how delicately did Marvel handle the politics and the culture in this movie? Because it is, it's so proud of, 
you know, everything that was done both on and off camera was inspiring, was driving forward equality and diversity. Like, do you feel like it landed at the right time? Obviously, there were plenty of critics about this when it was kind of dropped because of the state that the world was in. Like, how how important do you think it was that someone like Marvel was seen to be doing something like this in a Trumpian era, in a world that was becoming more and more divisive with Brexit in the UK and stuff like that as well? A thing like Disney definitely had to had to change, had to change their marketing, and like because you know there there hasn't been representation like that for years and years in the superhero in the superhero world as well as just normal films so i i think that marvel it came at the right time for marvel to go and disney technically um to go like no we need to start being a little bit more culturally diverse in our films because you know most of them about fucking rich white men you know who have big who have daddy issues um and it's nice to see an all um um black cast and things like that and 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 it came and i think it came at the right time like it showed it showed hollywood as well like it does we don't have to whitewash our cinema i think to to for a film to be successful mm-hmm. if that makes sense and of course the joy of this is that black panther wasn't a character written for this movie the black panther comic series is decades old as well so you know you can't kind of claim that there's ah oh, it's cliches it's it's not it's just disney marvel opening that anthology and picking a character at a perfect time andy how do you kind of feel like they handled the politics and culture of it in the movie Oh, yeah, it was Trump, around. Really, well, I mean, there, there was certainly it's hard, it's it was to... probably you know they started filming this what yeah. 2016, so maybe not. When was Trump? Yeah, yeah like, I'm, I'm not going to waste my time it's googling all, it. It's blocked it out. <laughs> but, um, it, but you know, we were <laughs> in mean, a world yeah, where I mean, there were certainly issues with you know mm. Black Lives Matter and stuff, both sides of the pond for the UK and for, yeah, uh, certainly yeah. in the US. So yeah, yeah, I think it was I think it was huge because you, you know, like especially Marvel movies, but comic book movies are loved and watched by so many people that they obviously are influenced and will take and will watch people. And yeah, it's nice to have representation on there, but it's nice for, <laughs> yeah, to, to, to kind of show like, apart from Everett Ross, the one white guy in, which I, you know, get, you gotta get one in there, a whole black movie, which, which can, uh, can do well on its own. And what path to billion, I think, which may be in the first one. Uh, and again, it's got nothing to do with it's uh, like a, black cast is just a great movie yeah. and a great script and, and everything like that. So I think it was huge for that, especially Marvel as well for all the kids that watch it um, to go. Yeah. We, we've, yeah, we, you know, we've done, I don't know, maybe 10 years or not, not 10 years, but however long it was up till then, it was just white guys and a few mm. white ladies. So great things for people to see and, and, and then and learn and stuff. And yeah, and it just brought, you, you had the different culture, but also the music was different in this than a typical Marvel movie. So yeah, in terms of broadening, broadening, mm-hmm. broadening people's minds. Yeah, it was great. I think it really, really does. I know I said it before, but like, I think it did pave the way for when you think about like when it came out and the subsequent movies after 
Like this is that's why this movie's so important in general. Like for Marvel and Disney, and in, in in a sense, like you know, you've now got we've now got you know these films that are are culturally different. We've got female leads. We've got Black Widow. We've got she like an entire like TV show dedicated to Miss She Marvel, Hulk and yeah, stuff like that. And I think that you know Black Panther has a lot to you know answer certainly take a lot of credit yeah yeah like credit that's what i mean yeah yeah to take a lot of credit for those movies indeed uh just to put it in there the first black panther series of comics was launched in 1973 so kind of just want to take away from obviously that play plays such crucial part but such an amazing part in the film if we were to strip away all that politics all that cultural exterior as a Marvel, as a you know, as a Marvel comic movie, do you feel like it still holds up? Do you feel like you kind of blinkered by the kind of messaging and by the outer layers of it? Like when you strip that away and you've got it just as a comic book hero movie, and you're shaking your head. Yeah, no, because I think we'll say with the with the whole third act, but you've got like a good redemption, I guess, for Black Panther and for a comic book movie. I think it was it was fine. It may be even a bit brave because the focus is shared between him and Killmonger, if not more on Killmonger. Yeah, for, for like you know the first solo Black Panther. But um, no, I think if you took all the way, if you took all that away, and you even took the story about him kind of feeling betrayed by his own people, if you took that away, and it was just some guy, you know fighting the bad guy i think it still would have been it was still would have been good yeah 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 i think like you've got a lot of like you said Andy, like you've got a lot of time to focus on the bad guy and the villain like he's given enough time and enough backstory um for you to actually like go okay i can see like you know his side but also i can see why he is the villain of the piece like you know that a lot of these movies now struggle with you know having those bad guys introducing a bad guy having enough time to for us to give a shit about them like that's why a lot of those movies like up until the point you, know, you don't remember half the bad guys you like you've got thor dark world you've got um where forgettable yeah forgettable bad guy you've got yeah. Thought, uh, it was Iron low Man. key. It, it was it was only low key. People were liked up till this point, yeah. wasn't it? Everyone else was literally forgettable. So you've got yeah, like it's nice to Mickey Rourke nice to in Iron else. Man three and stuff <laughs> like that. And but all those people as well saying like they can't, they're not remembered is because I think if most of them, if not all of them, die at the end, including Killmonger. Yeah. So you can't carry on the story. You can't even kind of like want him to come back and all that lot. Like, his story is literally you only you only can remember what's in the film and then, like I. Hopefully they're going to stop doing that and just like stop killing off the bad guys because yeah. unless it's needed in the story, which this one's debatable because of the end line about being buried into this in the sea with the ancestors, great. Mm. Um, I do wish that they did, they didn't kill Michael B. Jordan off. I felt yeah. that he could have had a lot more. That's my only gripe with the movie is I feel like there was enough there for him to survive or yeah. some mm. way. Hundred percent. Like, they save. I, they I, save. Yeah. Ma- Martin Sheen. Michael Martin Sheen. Which one? Ma- yeah. My Martin. Martin Freeman. Freeman not Martin, Martin Sheen. Freeman, yeah. It's neither of them. It's Martin <laughs> well, <Freeman. yeah. laughs> So many yeah, Martins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so it's it's funny. It's funny saying that because it, it it might come back to haunt me in my pitch. But I've got I've got plans. But if the hero doesn't kill the bad guy, if the bad guy does get away, is that still a victory for the for the for the hero? But I think and that you... it would have worked for his character to have tr- have saved him, like because sure, yeah, he's yeah. like because he's but he like, did offer, I guess. Yeah, he did go. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> we can save you. And he's like, nah. He's nah, like, all off. right. See yeah. you later. Cool. <laughs> you lose. Yeah. And that, so I don't mind that that death so much. Mm. And I say, like, I think it had to happen in this film because of the way it did happen and, and all that lot. But like in so many other Marvel ones, especially with the one, uh, the one, uh, the, the villains that have only been in one film. Yeah. When you kill them off, they're just so forgettable. Like Whiplash might have been cool if he came back in another movie or two. too. So this yeah. joke, like they maybe not we but. already know coming up next year and in the future we're going to keep seeing baron zemo at the moment and whatnot he's the he's the yeah. perfect example of keeping the villain alive because there's so much more than can, yeah. that you can do we saw him in captain well, america and falcon and winter yeah. soldier we're going to see him again yeah. coming into future projects next year and onwards so yeah I think uh, the, the best example of that is Abomination and She-Hulk, whether you really, you like it or not. Like, they didn't kill him off, and they were just like, oh, we need someone, you know, who the audience kind of already know at this point. And you do have a great character, and he him in that arc works and stuff. So, yeah, rather than just mm-hmm. having a random human or, like, a new, uh, a new hero that they introduce that does nothing... Yeah, just stop killing people off, Mark. They yeah, seem yeah. to be moving more Let away from it, don't they? <laughs> Let villains live. Come on. Yeah. I think on a kind of without meaning it to be a uh, a link through to the next point, but we do kind of have to take a moment with Black Panther to acknowledge Chadwick Boseman and such tragic loss of life, uh, losing such an incredible mm-hmm. actor so young. How? I don't know if this is the first time you've seen it since, but I remember watching Black Panther the first time after the news and kind of still watching it now, watching it before this episode. Like, there's just, like, for me, there's an ethereal quality about seeing him and seeing him in this role and completely encapsulates for me what T'Challa, what Black Panther was and what I expected. Like, Ross, how how have you kind of found the transition for it? Yeah, I think, like, when he's on screen as Black Panther, he just seems so in the role and so so natural uh, as the character. As I could not see anyone else playing him, yeah, and anyone else playing that character. If it, like if he got ever recast, I couldn't see that happening because he made that role his own. Hundred um, percent, and you can tell like. That you can tell that he he was a good actor from all the jobs that he got after after Black Panther, but also before yeah. as well. Um, you know, he was. It's a shame because he was going to probably be an up like a his career was probably oh, yeah. going to shoot to the sky. Um, had he survived, um, had he carried uh, if he, he carried on. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I think watching it now, you're just like, oh, fucking hell, you're, yeah, you're, you just, uh, like, he's got that air of mm. Robin Downey Jr., if that makes sense, like, in his role. How he's a presence on screen. Yeah, definitely. how yeah. Tony Stark was so Robert Downey Jr., 
I feel yeah, T'Challa yeah. was so Chadwick Boseman. There you go. He was that good. His character became the actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're nodding completely. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. He he definitely he was the best person for the role, and I can't imagine anyone else. It's definitely what it's it's interesting and and definitely a bit emotional watching it now. He's past watching him in this kind of character mm. where he's like a king and he's like looking after people and he's doing a good job and everything like that. Rather than um, watching him in other uh, his some of his other roles, this one, yeah, you, it does hit a bit harder because you are like just because he's doing because maybe just because he is like a king and and that and he's trying to. Be a, yeah. just being a good person and you're just like oh yeah it's, it's just, it's so, yeah, fully in agreement with both it's a terrible loss but we could probably say we're all better for seeing him in this role and mm. that he got to shine in the way that he did so we are we're a podcast that looks at yeah. sequels that looks at what comes next just kind of on that before we get into <laughs> your own pitches Obviously, we are just around the corner when you're hearing this from seeing Wakanda forever. Moving forward, I've got two questions for you, and they may be the same answer. But, Ross, what do we want Marvel to do with the sequel, and what do you expect Marvel to do with the sequel, if they're different? I want them to spend most of the movie giving props to T'Challa and having that, you know potentially maybe in my uh-huh. sequel but like having that gravitas of and the the reflection of losing him in in the MCU and as a, as yeah. an actor as well i i want them to do have a lot of emotional like you see it a little bit in the trailer anyway but like a lot of emotional speeches from mm. like the characters that draw on real like it, it yeah. feels real. Like, do you know what I mean? Are you expecting I, that from them? Yeah, I think they uh, like judging from the thing that I think they are. Um, again, it has to have something in it that, like, you know, that's why Namor and all that stuff is in it. And, um, and yeah, I guess like it'll be interesting to see how they how they go about um, crowning the new. Black Panther and how they go about, you know, whether it is Shuri or whether it is, you know, or multiple people take on the mantle of Black Panther. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I hope that I hope that it's going to be um, emotional, and I expect yeah. it to be. Are you confident enough to put put a feeling on who you expect to be the new Black Panther? I think it. I went from obviously Shuri. Mm-hmm. But I think multiple people could take on the mantle. There we go. Of Black Panther. Yeah. But I'd like it to be sure. You heard sure. It here. Because Andy, I think exactly the same question to you. What do you want Marvel to do with the sequel? What do you expect them to mm. do if it is going to be different? All right. So remind me of what Ross said at the end, because that brings something up. I They would definitely be respectful, because um, I'm sure they would have worked with... Uh, they would have got the best writers on. They probably would have worked with Chadwood's family or something, maybe, to see if they think this is a good... What I want them to do, because this is different. We've had like the death of Loki, which is a character in a film, but this is the death of an actor. And I don't want half an hour, 40 minutes of like the Black Black Panther sequel dedicated to like a funeral or like, or, or just, or like in the battle, in the, in a, with sounding bad. I don't want to dedicate it to him basically. Um, because it's made like that could even be its own, because 
if we are going down the route of the back, the Black Panther is dead, then that surely would be like a like in the comics when like weddings happen, that would have all the Avengers, all people. There would be a big funeral and stuff, and that would take a lot of time. And to do it respectfully, I think you couldn't do it in like twenty minutes because then you get like if it's going to be Shuri, who I think it is, then. The second film is kind of a bit like the first. You know, it's a bit of an origin story again. Um, there's different ways of going about it. Hint, hint for my pitch. But I, I almost wish they do what I do in my, in my pitch, is something happens which takes uh, T'Challa away for the movie. And then because <clears throat> we know... I think the I think yeah it was today that we uh, well, Harrison Ford is because William Hurt's unfortunately died as well. Harrison Ford has now replaced him, so Marvel can and do replace characters. They didn't do it straight away because it was you know it was just not respectful, and I think they maybe you already had a you know half the script written or something like that. But I wouldn't be so surprised if they took T'Challa away somehow in like a montage at the beginning. And then maybe he's recast and comes back in the third. Feels a bit Fast and Furious 7 there. But like, sending him <laughs> off on a on one last quarter on a mile. different road. Yeah. yeah. It, it thing is, yeah. it happens in my pitch and for a reason. And it's actually from a comic book. So if they, can, if they do something like that and it makes sense, then yeah. And then again, like recasting someone. Yeah. Is that considered respectful or not? They've done it before. So without trying to sound respectful, they could do it. And if it's going to be the third Black Panther and the last one, and maybe he's got another Avengers movie in him or something like that, then, yeah, they could just have a guy in a mask most of the time. But I wouldn't be surprised, is all I'm saying, if they're... if I don't think it's going to be many people. I don't think it's going to be, like... Um, oh, yeah, so I don't think it's going to be many Black Panthers in the second one, because, one, that'd be hard to, to, hard to do and just write, I think. And the other reason is, do they actually have any of the heart-shaped... Heart-shaped herbs at the end. They'll probably Kilmonger burns them. I'm sure they've got like the original one yeah, that they've kept yeah, safely in a box and stuff like that. But like, yeah, yeah. At the end of the movie, I was a bit like, obviously they didn't know Chadwick was going to die and stuff. So they were. I'm like, yeah, they, I'm, they are a bit like, oh, we kind of shot so from the. But I'm sure like the very first plant that sprouted from it or something they've got in a glass case and why they give it to. I Shuri. thought could be an interesting thing is they play on the fact that. Actually, you don't need the plant. The like the the mm, she's very techy, so that could be it. But she's also mortal. That's the, that's the thing with. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, Black Panther is mortal, but like obviously he's he gets this. It doesn't really. Like, you don't really know what he. It's basically yeah, he gets strength, power, I guess, senses, like, yeah, and yeah. speed. So yeah. still on the human kind of like, and you do. Yeah, but you do need that oh, in, a, in, a, in like a fight. That's how we could like fight Spider Man or, or something like that. So it'd be interesting. Again, yeah, there might be an option to go down Shuri, Black Panther of just a tech based suit. But then again, is that not just Iron Man? And are they not doing that with Iron Heart? Possibly coming there up. There you go. So. I think that sums it up, doesn't it? Like two quite different opinions and two quite different wants. Marvel have got their work out with Wakanda forever, I think. And I think they've known it. There have been mm. delays to the movie, there have been replans and probably yeah, reshoots ultimately and i hate to say it, it's probably not going to be a movie that pleases everyone like they they will have to make decisions of who they're trying to please and what they yeah. want out of the movie it's going to be epic it's strap your seats and i think it's going to be a long one yeah they've said it's the second 
second long I think it's two hours and forty seven minutes or something. There you oh, go. Geez. So basically the only one short. Well, okay, then you could probably put <laughs> a Black game. Panther funeral in that and and still have enough for but I mean like judging the by the trailer, I think there is there is a, a funeral and stuff and the mother yeah, I don't know. I don't mm. know. There, there be must something. be there must be a funeral. <laughs> Either way. Um yeah. Bloody excited to hear your pitches. I'm bloody excited to hear the to hear the film. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, we're we're into our scores. Go on, then, Ross. Give us your final verdict and your scores, please, mate. Great performances, great moments. My one of my favorite scenes is Black Panther talking to his father in the ancestral plane. Fucking love that. The both those scenes and him like his dad saying come on it's time to you know join me now with the rest of the other black panthers and he's like no um i'm not ready um and then yeah that that bit's fucking cool fight scenes the music the mixture of like hip-hop but also like african um music as well and just like just because it's different Mm mm-hmm and I love that. So I'm going to give it five Black Panther villagers standing on the edge of a fucking rock and they're watching, uh, not knowing how the fuck they got up there, also how they're going to get the fuck down um, out of five. That's I mean, that shield, I love the shield that protects them because there's so many questions. It is like if a traveler just walked and just kept walking and then suddenly walked through it, like, what would happen? Would they kill him? <laughs> would they yeah. just be like, you didn't say anything and pay him off? Yeah, or yeah. just like, could you walk into it? Or would you hit a force field and then be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, my head. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> is it literally on the border of Wakanda and stuff? So if you look like a graph in like the lines that cover the country, is it just there? As soon as someone walks over, they hit their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, Andy, <laughs> carrying it on. What's your, what's your final um, verdict? Yeah. Loved it. Loved the story. Um, the only problem I have with the story is um, his best friend's motivation for turning on him. Wakabi, I think. Yeah, Wakabi. Um, because he's like, when he gets crowned king, he's like, right, you go kill, kill Claw. Claw as well, we haven't mentioned. He's very controversial. People hate him or love him in this movie. I didn't mind him. He was weird. Yeah, Andy Serkis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some stupid lines, but, you know, he he was... He, he, well, I had fun watching Served him. Served the purpose what he was of him being the... Yeah, but his and so he and then T'Challa doesn't uh, take him take Claw back, and then his friends like, but you promised, and it's a bit like one dude. It's my first day as king. Give me a fucking chance. Two, T'Challa doesn't even tell him like what happened. Like we did have him, uh, but then something else happened, and Ross got shot, so we had to either go after him or or you know leave someone to die. And it's such a big thing in the movie because that's why he turns. That's why he fights the war at the end. Which again, then he only kind of gives. He only gives in at the end of the war because of love, not really to do with the kingdom. He kind of looks around and goes like, what have I done? As he sees all his friends dying. But he knew that going in. It's such a big part of the movie. And it's just a bit like, I don't know, another scene or something. Or just him trying to explain and maybe him just, and then uh, Wakabi just kind of like, no, you know what? I've had enough. It would have been really, it would have been really fast, but he just didn't try to explain it. It just kind of annoyed me. But apart from that, yeah, awesome fight. The casino one fight, uh, casino fight with the one shot was great. Yeah. Um, Mbaku, who could probably get his own Disney spin-off uh, series. He's great when he uh, says he's going to eat children, and then he's like, no, we're vegetarians. <laughs> um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it 4.75 because the CGI was a bit near sometimes and say some of the things like that, uh, what I just brought up. Uh, 4.75 um, <laughs> women traffickers uh, that they just left at the start of the film when Black Panther saved all the people being trafficked. Trafficked? Trafficked? trafficked. Yeah, yeah trafficked. Uh, taken, <laughs> trafficked, yeah. I'm just going to uh, let you country, suffer trying to get up. that line out. <laughs> yeah, cheers. Thanks for that. <laughs> She was picking up a uh, um, Nika, uh, what's it, his, his girlfriend, Nikkei. Uh, N- N- oh, shit. I only watched it a couple of days ago. Um, I don't know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Picked her up and said, I want you for the ceremony. And then just left and left all the women there, like, yeah. just stranded. <laughs> like, See you later. A sh- that's a shit king. <laughs> awesome. Nice. What about you, Yeah, Matt? for me, you know, the reason that I asked about as a movie without all the uh, contextual referencing and the cultural referencing, like, I was I I kind of found it because it really dived into you know like a very human level. The first time I watched it, I remember being a bit like, oh, I have to admit, a little bit underwhelmed by the movie. And the more times that I've watched it, the more that I appreciate all the nuances and the journey that T'Challa goes on, and you know the the land of Wakanda. So. I still don't know if Black Panther as a comic book movie on its own is a five out of five for me. However, with what we've talked about and with its standing and with its release time and whatnot and what it did for the world, it's a time when the world was divisive and burning. It, you know, it brought such healing and it brought so much uh, emotion and kind of clarity in so many ways that. I can't not give it for its impact on planet Earth anything less than five out of five. Like, it's an incredible movie anyway, but you'll be able to watch this movie 30, 40 years' time and be able to reflect on the world as it was watching this movie and seeing, hopefully, even more progressively, the positive change that it had. So, yeah, absolute respect and kudos to... Marvel to everyone involved in the production and yeah it's five taking one of them mini beads that seems to just do whatever you want it to do and shoving it in a bullet (laughs) wound out of five yeah like it really that makes me crawl every time anything that's like surface just gonna fill a hole with a metal bead um (laughs) I like it puts Martin to Martin Freeman to sleep but the first time I was like shit just just kill him (laughs) He like kind of stops like like rustling in pain and just kind of gives in. I'm like, oh shit, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So there we go, everybody. We, it's an absolute, it's an absolute rave rating from us. Do go and see it and enjoy it a million and one times. Before, of course, Black Panda one, Black Panda. <laughs> Before Black Panther, Wakanda forever comes out the cinema very soon. And with that, there's only one thing left to do, gentlemen. It's time to get your sequels pitched. All right, this week I'm going to go in alphabetical order. Andy Henry, you're up first. What is the title in your blurb? My title is Black Panther 2 New World or Black Panther 2 A Nation Under Our Feet. No, you've lost. Think- Where the fuck are your funny I couldn't think of anything funny. Sequel titles. The only thing I could think of funny, this one, was Black Panther 2 The Panther Strikes Again because it's similar to the Pink but- Panther Strikes Again. <laughs> so, but I don't know if I just said Black Panther 2 Strikes Again, you would have got it. That's the only thing I could have think of. So, Black um, Panther 2 Paw Patrol. 
Black Panther two getting your teeth into it. It's <laughs> fine. We'll let we'll let you fly. You know what? The claws I'm are. I'm only going to deduct a little point no, from you because you've tried. Yeah. But getting your teeth. <laughs> <into it. laughs> Go for it. What's your blurb? Uh, my blurb is when T'Challa is called away from the kingdom, Shuri, uh, Sh- uh, Shuri is put in charge and tries not to lose her head as she takes on a new threat. Amazing. Take um. it away. Okay, so we open with Wakanda um, after it's opened its doors and shared its intelligence uh, and it's, it's helped the world and Wakanda as much as it's hurt it. Um, the first, this first bit is basically uh, highlighting like immigration, tourism kind of being a bit of a problem um, as the people are wanting to come in, explore, see Wakanda, maybe stay illegally. Um, and the uh, Wakandan tech has evolved crime uh, outside of Wakanda and now there's maybe a bit of crime inside Wakanda. Um, chance for some maybe like low key Black Panther villains um, and then there's news of a civil war happening on um, also yeah basically the, the the people of Wakanda are split you know are they actually happy are they not things the uh, were co- uh, the, yeah people were talking about in the first film uh, you know being scared of is kind of coming true this I've um, got to be now- a real pain in the ass here um, yeah. just because obviously the cinematic universe is so huge and I probably should have said this before is this yeah. set in canon with the movies so have we had endgame or is this straight oh after yeah the yeah, first? yeah yeah uh i think this is have um, we had the five year snap and stuff just so that we as an audience understand where we're at with your movie i think um i'm trying to think about how yeah i think it could be after the snap there's nothing okay. too important i think that needs to be happening now so yeah it could just be, five it, years yeah 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 <laughs> just five years down the line Awesome, thank you. Um, so yeah, there's a civil war happening in a neighbouring country and a man, played by Danny Pudi, is close to death and he kind of stumbles across the Wakanda boarding, uh, border looking for refuge. Uh, he gets visited by T'Challa in the hospital and he tells uh, T'Challa of the horrors happening in his country because of the weapons that came from Wakanda uh, and how a dictator has rose to power. T'Challa holds a council meeting and decides to welcome refugees to, to Wakanda. Some people protest, but he says it's his kingly duty to help. So T'Challa puts the man in charge of helping refugees get rehomed, and he puts Shuri in charge of the refugee program. Uh, and then T'Challa gets called away to an American, uh, to to American, to America for either like an unknown Amer- uh, Avengers-style threat, or it could be something happening in the um, the embassy or what he set up in the first film. Mm-hmm. Either way, he leaves and he puts Shuri in charge, who's second in command of the palace anyway. Um, and yeah, so she's now like in charge. Um, she and the man help refugees, um, and they get they get called away, or they have to go into the neighboring country, uh, and they get in a fight with a large figure, like a shadowed figure, and the audience don't see his face, and he knocks out Shuri, but the man manages to carry her to safety back home. Uh, as Shuri's getting patched up, she and the man start to get close and start to get to know each other, and sparks start to fly. Uh, we hear then there's something uh, that's happened in America, maybe like an explosion. Let's just say it's like an explosion for to keep it simple. There's an explosion that's happened in the in- embassy in America. Shuri tries to reach T'Challa but can't. Everything's offline. They hold a council meeting to decide what to do and they decide Shuri now must become the Black Panther and uh, as well as the new queen of Wakanda. Uh, the man starts to gain popularity in Wakanda because he's so good and generous and he's smart. He's helping like... Uh, new ideas so they agreed to make him an honorary council member uh why as people stay in their in their country uh the, uh the man like kind of thanks and stands up and he says a rebel soldier from his com- country has snuck his way in and uh and as a refugee and killed three families so he convinces the council to take their uh take the wakandan armies into his country to kill the dictator and then he convinces them to border to shut their borders basically because he's like we don't know who we can trust now so they can't take anyone else 
Um, and then Shuri says that she won't take the armies, but she'll go as the Black Panther alone. Um, and then depending on where they are relationship wise, uh, they could, this could even be like their first kiss or if they have a first kiss when she's getting patched up, um, then he could, he could propose and she says yes. So she's like, oh, you know, I can trust you. I'm going to trust you enough basically to kind of leave you in charge of Wakanda as I go uh, to the to the country. Uh, Black Panther then fights her way uh, through all the goons and stuff until she gets to the unknown dictator and we find out it's Craven the Hunter. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, we get his backstory and maybe we see some of his prizes, you know, hung out, hanging on a wall or in a briefcase or something. I don't know. And another chance for some low-key Marvel characters or creatures and maybe Howard the Duck could be in there. <laughs> uh, Craven says he was paid to start this civil war and his prize was the head of the Black Panther. They fight, but Black Panther wins and then heads back. Uh, when Shuri heads back, she's confused and she's a bit like, oh, who could be, who's, who's paid Craven to basically come and... Uh, start a war and she kind of walks into the palace she finds members of like her family and the council are murdered and she walks into a room to find the man holding a, a wooden ventriloquist dummy uh, about to kill Sherry's mum and come and ask me about this in a minute because the the, the dummy has a has a significance in the uh, in the story. But yeah, he's holding a woody, wooden dummy about to kill her mum. Sherry's like what the fuck's going on? Tries to attack him but then he knocks her across the room um, uh, and she flies across the room and then he kind of uh, stands up and then the puppet stands up, comes to life, catches fire. And then he kind of narrates his backstory, um, which is basically like 300 years ago, there was another war. And this man let soldiers stay in his house and they repaid his kindness by burning his farm, seducing his wife and then leaving him for dead. Uh, the man sell, uh, survived by selling his soul to a red devil ooh, uh, and went on to kill everyone who seduced his wife. And then he vowed to kill anyone from the family um, of those men and anyone who ever interacted, spoke to, had like, you know, connected to those men at all. He was like, I'm going to kill them. Uh, um, so over the years, uh, over the years, the red devil kept him alive so he could do this. And we have a little montage of him going like to Yale Law School, earning multiple degrees in psychology, politics and divinity. Uh, we see like snapshots of him making connections with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra and showing he's part of like he was very influential in major moments in history. Uh, he reveals that he caused the explosion in the Wakandan embassy. Uh, and because Shuri's family is connected either through DNA or something. Uh, so he wants to kill everyone connected with Shuri, her family uh, and also bring down Wakanda, uh, the country that they love. So the man infused with the devil magic uh, re um, releases and controls Wakanda's last line of defense, which is from the comic comics, gigantic ro uh, robot panthers called Prowlers. Mm -hmm. They start destroying Wakanda and stuff. And this makes the people of Wakanda come together uh, and fight them, but also gives the, f the side character something to fight as well. Um, Black Panther and the man fight and Black Panther realises she needs to destroy the puppet to break the connection between him and the devil she eventually does and the man hears the devil's voice saying that he's not strong enough to do what is needed and strips some of his power and says he, he, will, he will go for a stronger body or like a stronger source uh, Shuri then goes to kill the man but he gets away we get away um, so the end is basically Shuri and her mother maybe the only surviving member of the family or the council um, depending on how, how far we want to go into that uh, they're talking about rebuilding Wakanda and have reopened the borders saying they still want to help people. And then they kind of like look down and they see refugees are helping to rebuild and stuff. So everyone's helping. Everything's happy. They say they're still searching for the man because he's dangerous. You know, he's high, even without the devil. He's still like highly intelligent. He's basically like the Lex Luthor slash Joker of, of the Marvel. Um, and they, he, they, they get like beeps or something or maybe a clue. But then they get a massive, they get a, a message from Nick Fury saying that he needs the Black Panther now. And then we cut to credits. Uh, and then my end credit scene, my after credit scene, 
is Craven, who's not dead. Like maybe uh, the Black Panther pulled like a house down or something. So he like he kind of like sh- shoots his hand out of the rubble and stuff. And he's like, ah, and he pulls himself out. And then he realizes he underestimated Black Panther. Uh, and he pulls out his list of other targets. And there's different like character names. And number one is Spider-Man. Or Wolverine. <laughs> or they are all three very important marvel characters thank you andy (laughs) yeah i would if i was um, in my universe yeah i'd make kevin fee uh kevin feige go after (laughs) thank you very much and very detailed uh pitch there so a bit of a long one but marvel films always bring this out story we get used to it yeah um a couple (laughs) of questions for you so Mm. context listeners i told the gents this week that Obviously, with the Chadwick Boseman situation, um, they were free to make a spiritual sequel, you know, in in an ideal world, or they were, you know, they were welcome to obviously respect real life events with Chadwick's passing and find an alternate route. Andy, you actually did both, interestingly. <laughs> um, yeah. What was your decision about that? <laughs> so my my initial idea was, um, I the the idea is. Until T'Challa gets called away to America, all all that could be narrated or like in a montage or like pictures. If you think, uh, what was it, Spider-Man Homecoming, when he's filming all that behind the scenes stuff of what happens in Civil War, mm. it'd be derivative, derivative. But if you just imagine like Shuri updating her Instagram saying, oh, this has happened and stuff. And now I'm, you know, and now my brother's gone and this is where we are. And then like the man could come in and stuff. So yeah, yeah so we don't see T'Challa technically. In that no, 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 no. Oh, I mean, okay. yeah, yeah. We don't. I, uh, yeah, we. Yeah, it would just be shoulder, you know, over the shoulder shots or something like that. So we, yeah, we wouldn't actually see him or hear him or anything like cool, that. Cool, cool. And again, it kind of leaves. It doesn't show much. So he's. It doesn't show he's dead in the in the uh, in the actual pitch. If we don't want to kill T'Challa, um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so he could come back in in my third. Awesome. My only other question is with. Shuri and this man, um, obviously mm. Marvel and Black Panther, particularly very much. Chabi, I think his name is Chabi. Yeah, Chabi. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's <laughs> he was his un his 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 uh backstories are quite unknown, but he's just known as Bob as well. A lot of people, and I was like, I can't call him Bob because Frost is not going to take me seriously <laughs> if I like in Wakanda as someone comes in and he's like, "What's your name?" It's Bob. <laughs> like, nah, I'll call him the man. It's a bit more. I'm sure, what's some questions actually and. <laughs> no, I, I won't necessarily ask that question. Um, thinking about it, it could well be something Ross brings up anyway. My question then for Bob or Shabby is, is this a character you've created or is this a character that's... No, kind of this is this is me kind of Googling Black Panther because I was like, I didn't know if I wanted to do a Black Panther villain or like a Shuri Black Panther villain, but I just Google kind of Black Panther villains. And this one came up and it's not well, it's not too well known um, because again, he's not like, a physical presence um he's high yes, I, he is highly intelligent and he's yeah think of him like the lex luther slash joker but not so crazy um so he is there and i think he'd be a, i think he'd be great to see and as soon as i thought of him i thought i don't know why but danny pudi i think would be great and it's just a way of someone getting into wakanda and yeah trying to take it down from the inside Excellent. thank you yeah a, a chabi a chabi i believe chabie. his name is a a c h e b e i'm gonna have to look that guy up find out more about him Okay, that is it from me. Oh shit! One? Sorry, the, the the puppet as well. I didn't I didn't mention. Sorry. So in the comics, Achebe's talks to Mephisto, Mephisto, Mephisto um, through a hand right. puppet, 
but that I, I don't know if the MCU could pull that off. So in my pitch, Shuri would have already walked in on him once or twice talking to this puppet, but he would have said like, oh, it's it was, I made this puppet for my son who died in the Civil War. So it, when I talk to the puppet, it's almost like talking to him. So it's like supposed to be really sweet and not at all like suspicious until at the end of the film when he's basically being told by the puppet to murder people. You're very lucky you stopped me there because you just so casually chucked in <laughs> Mephisto uh, right at the end. Not the part Red of your devil. pitch. Not mm. part of your pitch or he's anything. The, he's the Red Devil. Hey. I was going to say, I don't want to give it away. It's just, he, he was infused. Doesn't, it, maybe he wasn't Mephisto. Maybe it was just another Red Devil. <laughs> this producer's kind tonight. He's going to let that one yeah. be part of the pitch. Right, <laughs> closing you off before you throw any more crazy shit into your pitch. Ross, coming over to you, pal. Um, what is your title and blurb, please? My uh, title is... Um, Black Panther 2 um, Usizi which me is um, Sosa I think or Sosa basically it's the East African word for um, sorrow because um, I think yeah uh, reeling from the death of their king Wakanda look to find a new king or queen to lead but not all uh, is it, as it seems Exciting. Take it away. The film opens and we get audio of various news reports that the king of Wakanda has died. Now, I'm not sure whether or not he was killed or he died from an illness, but obviously I want it to be respectful in terms of T'Challa and also the actor as well. Then we get aerial views of Wakanda and East Africa with some African-inspired orchestral music uh, and singing. We see Shuri. She is looking out on the city of Wakanda. She's holding T'Challa's necklace and crying. Her mother approaches and they have a lovely scene in which they talk about the death and how Ramonda uh, has lost everything. Like she's lost her husband, she's lost now her son and the only person left is now Shuri. Uh, and that Shuri is so important to her and she can't lose her as well. They both cry and hug each other and then it like goes to the title card not the type marvel title card but the like the title card of the movie we then have a scene in the council room of wakanda everyone is talking about who will be the next king or queen of wakanda next in line would obviously be shuri they talk about the fact that wakanda are now are now known to the world and they need someone to lead shuri says she doesn't want to be queen arguments ensue and it is broken by ramonda uh, just shouting and giving uh, an impassionate speech about her loss and that they should not be fighting over this as they have not had a chance to mourn the loss of T'Challa or even buried him yet. Um, we then have a ceremonial f funeral for T'Challa. In this, I will draw on actual like East African traditions. Uh, we won't see the actual physical body of Chadwick, but there may be a suit or a coffin, depending on what the tradition in Africa is of burying and, you know, I want to take my time with this, so it would be about 10 to 15 minutes of the film to allow the audience to feel that loss of that character. Um, all the different tribes are there, and Nakia is there, and, and she makes an, an emotional speech about how T'Challa as a king changed so much for the world and the people of Wakanda. Then she goes into talking about how much she loved him, and it ends with her bursting into tears. The scene ends with all the... the all at the funeral chanting T'Challa forever. Um, the next portion of the movie can be some character development scenes in the wake of T'Challa's death and how they deal with it, especially another scene of Shuri and Ramonda. Now, Shuri doesn't want to be queen, um, and Ramonda is also reluctant to let her daughter lead, 
because one, she's really young, and also two, she also doesn't want her to become um, the qu queen because she doesn't want to lose her. So um, they say they suggest a tournament in which all the tribes select their best suited to become the king or queen. Shuri ends up leaving Wakanda to find herself. She ends up leaving Wakanda saying she can't be here anymore because it reminds her too much of T'Challa. So they put on this tournament and it will be heavily influenced by East African culture. Again, some people selected are Mbaku, um, Wakabi as well. And we can introduce some other, in, uh, other tribes and get some up and coming actors as well to play them. Um, so we see the tournament played out. Maybe there is like three tests to see if you are fit to be king or something. And and, and Maka, uh, Mbaku ends up winning the tournament and being crowned king. Maybe the last test is like the fight at the waterfall or something. Mm. Something along those lines. But yeah. Um, we then have some passage of time and see Shuri. She's working for UNICEF or something. And she gets a visit from Everett. She tells, uh, he tells her that Wakanda has stopped all trading with everyone and has turned reclusive again. Mbaku ceased all communications and has locked the city away and namely the Vibranium Mines. So she goes to check it out and finds all of her family members living with the Wakabi's, uh, Wakabi's tribe. Uh, Ramonda tells her as soon as she left, Mbaku became obsessed with the Vibranium Mines and then they kicked everyone out of Wakanda except... Uh, his followers and his army. Ramonda um, says that they need to, they need the Black Panther. And then we have another touching scene of her mother handing her a vial which contains the plant extract. And she says she's been saving this for her one day to become the Black Panther. She also hands her a necklace and says, "It took. I took this before we were ushered um, out of the palace. Um, the next scene is the highlight of the movie. Like this, I really want, like this, this would be like, Kind of like the bit where he speaks to his dad. But Shuri takes the extract and she is transported to the astral plane. And in the distance, she can see the panthers, you know, with the white beaming eyes on the tree. And behind them, she can see a figure. Um, that His figure is uh, with her back to him. Uh, his figure has his back to her. Um, he, uh, She calls out... Um, and T'Challa responds. And the way we'll do this, we'll either use audio from the films to get the dialogue or, you know, whichever way we can do mm -hmm. it. They have a conversation of how Shuri feels that she's not ready to take up the mantle and she doesn't want it to be, she doesn't want to disappoint um, T'Challa. He responds with, you've never been a disappointment to me. And with that, the other Black Panthers, including T'Challa's father, appears. And he says, it's time, my son. T'Challa then says to Shuri, it's, it's your time, sister. Goodbye. And with that, she wakes and she dons the necklace and it's a new Black Panther and is the new Black Panther. We then have a, like an action scene. So basically, Shuri infiltrates Wakanda using her new stealth Black Panther suit. And yes, there is one in the comics. Um, she finds out that actually M'Baku is... Um, and his army are all Skrull. And he is named, insert Skrull evil name here. 
um, leader of an evil faction, still hell-bent on taking over the world, and their plan is to use the vibranium to take over the world, to use the weapons. Um, she maybe frees the real M'Baku and maybe some of his followers, and they fight their way to the boss uh, with the scroll version of M'Baku. She calls her mum needing help, and the exiles of Wakanda and all the other tribes have a fight outside of Wakanda, you know, uh, similar to similar to sort of like, you know, outside where they're all running at each other and stuff. Um, with the scrolls eventually overpowering, um, with, um, sorry, the people from Wakanda uh, overpowering the scrolls, um, and then the remaining ones escape. Shuri is named the new queen, and then that's the end of the movie. Um, and there's a post-credit scene where Nick Fury turns up and says, hey, I know the scrolls, and then we lead to um <laughs> secret Brilliant. wars or whatever the fuck it's called thank you very much there you go <laughs> you imagine you imagine waiting all that time for the credits to come out and he literally opens the doors and goes i know about the scrolls <laughs> credits and you're like oh yeah, my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you awesome go stuff thank you very much two very different pitches ross uh a couple of questions um the first one is Obviously, it's so interesting listening to both of your pitches and listening to your comments earlier about what you want and what you expect from Marvel in the movies. Uh, this is very clearly what you'd want to see in the Marvel sequel as much as anything. Uh, it feels like a very honest yeah. sequel pitch. Um, what, In what ways do you kind of keep, especially kind of the end of Act 2 into Act 3, suddenly we start going like uber Marvel in what ways do you appeal to those Marvel fans in that kind of first act and a half? I think like it's dealing with the, I like, I still think that even though it's a Marvel movie, I still think that people love those characters and people, and it's about the politics of what happens when T'Challa goes. And if Shuri doesn't want to take up the mantle and that, and, and that, and her being not, ready and also too young and also i i want this as much as for me black panther was a different marvel movie yes it had the end um you know stereotypical like bad guy i still want it to be very different in terms of focusing on the characters and and the outcomes of a death of one of these superheroes i don't think that just because i focus on the characters it necessarily won't interest anyone coming to see that because you can't not comment on it and you can't not focus on it as mm. as a as a marvel movie and i've still got the whole you know i could you know you could it's about shuri's journey a little bit and and i can elongate you know the end act being cuz you know really black panther Killmonger doesn't do anything like the the it gets superhero near the end again, similar to mine. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's what yeah, I, yeah, sharp, awesome. <laughs> um, only uh, other question, kind of assuming this is set in canon, so this is after Endgame and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. in what ways? has Wakanda changed in that time? Because it very so much they feels are, like we've put it on ice. So they are very much trading with the world and helping the world. And and then as soon as... And 
and because T'Challa's gone, because he dies, they're like, fuck, we have all these we have all these connections with the outside world now and our king is not here to lead us. And they're a bit like, what the fuck do we do? Um, and they've got all the different tribes in the council saying, we should do this, we should do that. Like it can, it, we can focus on that as well in, in, in the film where mm -hmm. some people want different things. Whereas, you know, is that the right thing? We don't know. And then Ubaka comes and then freezes all of that and that's why Everett comes and goes look we 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 trade with the Wakanda now and that's not there anymore cool um thanks so much gents like to I know we say it quite a lot but like I fucking love both of these pitches by the way I'm just going to throw it out there now this is I've enjoyed hosting this episode more than I've enjoyed hosting most episodes <laughs> because these are two genuinely really cool sequel pitches. So I genuinely do need you to have a proper debate now and tell me why I should pick your film because I would love to watch both of these in a couple of weeks' time at the cinema yeah. and I'll be like, boys, you fucking nailed it. I love it. So please, <laughs> I'm going to take a minute back and you two tell me why I should pick your movie over the other. Uh, I'll go first because Ross has got a good idea, but yeah, until things start going in like act end of act two start of act three there's no stakes no like obstacles there's nothing for the main characters to kind of do apart from just do this tournament so yeah what's the audience you know gonna watch for an hour is it like after the funeral is it just gonna be a tournament and it's gonna be shuri's you know, journey about how she's just lost her fucking brother and and her yeah. dealing is with she it. is she involved in the tournament no no she she's 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 left there may be like scenes of where they, she is told about it by her mother, but she's not there. Yeah. The whole thing is she she needs to leave Wakanda because it reminds her too much of her brother. So we don't even have Shuri and are we are we staying on Shuri and not showing the tournament or are we only and only showing little snippets or no showing... like she I mean it's not going to be like for the whole entire movie. She's gone for like the portion of the tournament. And then, and then there's a yeah. flash forward of time. So either does it like three years later or whatever, or a year yeah. later. I don't know. Um, yeah, but that first like hour, what's the audience watching? They're watching what the fact that one of the what's... fucking actors who played yeah, but... Black Panther fucking died uh, too young. So yeah, we need and to... then after we... that, what are they? Then what are they doing? They got nothing. Done. Like there's no story starting. There's no it story expanding. You just you got this tournament, to, like, oh and then God. she just goes off. You don't and so... need to specifically have. Oh, there must be a fucking a story. There must be fucking. <laughs> there must be a thing for the characters. They they, they are dealing with they to do. Yeah, they yeah. are dealing with the fact that their fucking king's dead. Yours, you just go. Yeah, oh, I'm just yeah. gonna pop. I'm just gonna pop so to they... America and just do like that. Gives no justice to T'Challa or the actor that yeah, because... played like played him. I deal with the fucking fact that he was a fucking good guy, and that I want to take the time to fucking say goodbye to him and the character and the actor that played him mm. by giving that moment Are and you... the gravitas of the effects of him playing and and using the actors to use their real mm. life speech about working with the actor, but also about the fact that like, I want Ramonda to really fucking go hell for leather when she's having these conversations with her, with her daughter. And also like, yeah, like I think there's enough there character building to then push this movie and it will be a totally different Marvel movie. I'll give you that. 
but like it's a proper mm. in-depth character like drama for me it'd be interesting to have this big funeral and then be respectful by having a big fight afterwards well, you but just, there's still not enough it's there's not so she, and shuri's gone for this whole time so are you just going to have a fight she's and not then gone. in the she's, night they talk she about goes when the, she, she says i need to go before the tournament starts yeah. and then she but she's not involved in the yeah. tournament as well so like just nothing seems to be happening in this what first what do you mean hour, the tournament happens fight. Yeah, apart from that, but like character development or anything like that. Like, what else is going on? Like, what are your characters learning? What do you mean? They're <laughs> it's like there's learning. nothing for them. <laughs> what are they learning? They're getting to each other fine. Yeah, so they're fighting. They they fight in the day and then they like learn and talk about T'Challa at the night and stuff. But what, like, it you can't just have that for an hour. Yes, I can. That's like five fucking five sequel bit. bit. <laughs> oh, if you want them, but people will get bored. There's just no development. You've got an hour of just like. Move well, on. Like a battle move on royale. The first like, hour. I, We've still got another two and a half hours of a movie to discuss. <laughs> yeah, can't carry on. Okay, um, on. I like I like how I like how the aliens need uh, vibranium to take over the world. They just can't, you know. They're aliens. I'm sure they got alien tech. They can. They can no, they're 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 um, scrolls. They only can have the ability to transform into people, and they want to use the vibranium weapons to like they're a faction mm. of the the scrolls. They're not like every scroll because there's scrolls that like actually because. It's established in I can't remember in Captain Marvel there are actually scrolls that wanna use Earth as a place to stay and and whereas there is actually like a fucking core like the scrolls wanna fucking take over the whole universe. And there's this there's a core load of them in and then, you know, leads up to a secret war with um fucking it's just weak in terms of a villain. Um, and Baku, I think you're doing dirty because the audience, even though he's a scroll when he he is supposed to be evil, when that's like shown at the end, we've had the whole first movie with him being good. So suddenly to hear, hear exactly. him just suddenly that's change like, such a why the fuck is Mbaku such a doing right this? left turn is like it, no, it just doesn't it doesn't add up. Like, but why? Because it he's a scroll it, and he wants to use he he. he yeah, but the audience don't know that, and it's not satisfying to just have the sudden leap for a character who was like at the end of the first film, help them fucking take Wakanda back to suddenly go. I'm going to close the board and yeah, do exactly. All this. That's why we they're like, what anything. the fuck? Plus, you've got no Black Panther until the because third fucking act. You need the you need the build up to her accepting the mantle. You need the tournament, and you've got yeah. a fucking lovely moment. Black Panther with two, T'Challa saying goodbye to his yours sister. Yours is a Tekken movie. That's huh? what yours is. Yours is a Tekken movie. That's what yours. <laughs> you've is. got like a lovely, I like. You've got T'Challa saying that she is ready, and that she and like, yeah, at, in that and, and like at the end yes, of like Act Two, because I guarantee three, you yeah. that's what's going to happen. In so I've got to get there first after just fight, talk about T'Challa, <laughs> fight, talk about yes. T'Challa. Shuri going, I can't do because this. Fight, that's, talk about that's, T'Challa. Well, I've I've got t- important like political issues. You got a fucking I've got immigration, like, tourism. Toy. I've, got, I've got everything fucking... going. Yeah, I've got that's from the fucking comics. That's Doesn't how we mean talk to Mephisto. That you put it in a fucking film, just because there's that's there's how, lots of. That's... No, no, he's got a hand puppet, so I've changed it <laughs> and I've made a character related. Yeah, so he's got built Pinocchio. this puppet to you've give to his Pinocchio, son. Okay, evil yeah, Pinocchio, a badass Pinocchio. <laughs> But I've still got things happening in my first hour. Like people trying to help him coming in, him sowing seeds, kind of turning everyone against each other. It's a much better Craven, who's just introduced willy nilly, not even just oh, there's Craven as well. There we go. Um, Well, he was paid to get the yeah. He was paid by to get a trophy, and his trophy was a Black Panther head. That's how he wanted it. So him and the Archer Bay was a bit like oh, I can I can I can use him basically. So yeah, we introduced Craven. And we have a great character. You've and got it's just a more interesting. Like, honestly, like of a fucking puppet. 
No, we've got a smart guy. We've got the Lex Luthor, basically, of Marvel. <laughs> no, this is what that's what you called him. That's not what... No, that's, that's what the internet calls him. He's, he's, well, he's the Joker to the Black Panther is what people see him, but I'm, I'm trying to turn him more into a Lex Luthor. Well, so. you can tell the people on the internet to piss off. <laughs> okay. Oh, I tell them, I'll tell them all And you can have <laughs> every I, single I one of them. I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm stopping it in. I've, I've been just... imagining you both in your pants yeah. the whole time because that's what I said at the start. Listeners, <laughs> they've both got <laughs> a pen of pens in their there, underwear, yeah. so you can visually see what I've just been watching in my head for the last five minutes. Um, good debate. <laughs> it's clearly an impassioned film, and it's an impassioned franchise, and you clearly shared that passion in your debate just now. I have made a decision, and this is in no way i'm saying again this is in no way to discredit the other pitch because i love both pitches so taking my decision in account uh going alphabetically again andy it's i love the pitch i love it feels like a comic book movie it absolutely feels like something marvel would do um with with the franchise you know by introducing and subserviently introducing <clears throat> villains like mephisto and Dropping Craven in, yeah, I hope we'd establish a bit more about Craven because there is a lot there, but still a nice way of doing it. It's yeah, you're definitely hammering home that it's a Black Panther movie. Um but yeah, I do wonder if kind of it, it the Matt me wonders if, you know, sending T'Challa off to America and not necessarily giving uh giving Chadwick the send-off that he deserves um, may not sit well with some people and yeah it's it's perhaps kind of looking over just looking over the top of real life in some ways but that was what I kind of offered you but then you said you wanted to make this <laughs> relevant to real life because we'll just have him in the cut so that's why I had to ask that question but yeah a very much an action-packed uh, Marvel film with Ross very much the opposite it's very much a human film and you know it's you've said it's exactly what you'd want from a marvel sequel that isn't a negative in any way it's certainly slower it takes its time and there's nothing wrong with that it's emotional it certainly is i could kind of feel myself going on that journey a bit and there there could perhaps be the risk that yeah it may start small but it does grow the you know into act two and into act three you know certainly that marvel comic essence feels and you said it yourself this won't be a normal marvel film so you know it's not like you've written it to be one that doesn't hit the marks you've very much written this to be its own product um yeah love kind of how it ends and bringing in the school clearly both of you have thought about the future franchise with secret wars and obviously bringing in mephisto and stuff as well i I'm gonna go. It's kind of like, do you go with the with the head and with the spectacle? Or do you go with the heart and the emotion on this one? And I am very sorry, Andy, but this week's winner is because. Be, no, no, no. Oh, I'll tell you why. The one because, good, like he's got no, one no, no, it's good not, scene, no, it's not. It's, and what's, that's what's the it. Good he's scene? got one good scene. Your scene that of the Black Panther, which doesn't even have T'Challa in, has got the back yes, of his because head. He's dead. But that's a good scene. And then you've got who's, a whole hour host? of just, I'll be so bored in your it's movie, because, man. Look, I am oh. a dad. I'm a dad. I'm an emotional fair man. Play, I've always said that I go for the emotional films. And like, 
I want what Ross wants from the sequel, I think. And I fully respect Andy that it isn't going to please everyone. That is my point. This sequel won't please... Now, if if the sequel is emotional as Ross has made his first hour and a half, I'm going to just be crying the whole time and thinking it's the most magical thing I'm watching. Like, it will get six out of five for me if we do a sequel pitch for it because, you know, you can't get away from Chadwick's passing and you can't get away from how much as an actor he did and as a character it influenced what we now watch as a Marvel film because of things like Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. We talked about it all before. It can span into something bigger. Obviously, the Black Panther franchise doesn't end after this movie. You've both done it. You've both carried Black Panther into future films. So not every film needs to be 100 miles an hour. But Andy, don't get me wrong. Like, if it is that Marvel go with your route and they just kind of brush over it, I'll be a bit upset about it <laughs> as a person. But I may well forget it when it's done cinematically <laughs> the only reason well I, in that I say, The only reason I didn't actually... Yeah... The only reason I probably didn't kill him off is because I just didn't know what the the I honest what plans were. So I I thought was like if I was actually being <laughs> Marvel, I would I would like do it as well. It was like this. Like I really I really hope they don't like. Have I a I would say I've got a feeling under they're, they're gonna. I'll spoil it for uh, you now. Because <laughs> they're all with that yeah. in the there's like trailer breakdowns of like them all wearing white. Um, in in the trailer and that signifies that okay. they're all wearing white because it's a funeral mm. in the morning because um, they all usually wear black and stuff and so like when they're wearing white it's about a funeral. I think it just be it should be its own like hour long Disney special or something as a proper tribute to Chadwick have the have the funeral of, of Black Panther that would be the way I would personally do it because they say with, I don't think you can do it respectfully within like 20, 20 minutes because. You're gonna to have to have him. The, the, he's gonna to have to sacrifice himself to have a good, uh, kind of have a like a good funeral. Basically, he can't like die of an illness because he's got the black herb mm. and stuff. So he, you know, he's supposed, to, supposed to keep him alive and, and help him. So, and and if we don't, and if we don't see him die, if he if he died at the hands of say like Thanos, and then we picked we we started this with like a funeral. That will kind of be fine, but yeah, I don't want to see Black Panther on screen and to have a funeral. Where we, where we Let's see. Don't, we can only see Carly. Yeah, very, <laughs> and he's gonna hate Again, he needs, the he needs Black Perhaps it's, just, it, perhaps it's time for another spoiler cast. Perhaps mm-hmm. the four of us need to get together and get <laughs> together to really talk about it because it is yeah, going to be divisive. Be quite a good I've got no doubt about it. Um, but ultimately, you know, it serves a franchise and a purpose. So. Let's just see. But yes, Andy, that is in no way like in detriment to your movie. It's just Ross's resonates more with the soft git sat here. That for me, that That's scene right, can see, be a I'll bit see Ross's over. one good scene and then I'll just... I'll, I'll you just leave. There's a lot... No, if I I'm going to have an hour of a tournament, you do geez, the yeah, and you, do, yeah, I'll you come can the keep end. that entertaining. There's a lot of... He was constantly referencing African culture in there. We're going to get to see a lot more of what made Black Panther special. So it, 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 that my decision is final. Basically, shut the fuck up, Andy. I have decided that Ross is this week's winner. Ross, what are we pitching next episode, pal? Okay, well, in honor of a movie uh, sequel that nobody wanted, um, oh, and God. in in it's honor not of Twister, no, in honor of the <laughs> the next seven movies that are probably going to come after it, we are going back all the way to two thousand nine to do James Cameron's groundbreaking three D spectacular 
Only see it in the cinema because that's the only place you can see it. Uh, Avatar. Yay. Andy, you win. I changed my mind. What we did. <laughs> I hate this film. Yeah, no, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Wow. Great. Avatar. We're going epic after epic. There you go, listeners. Thank you so much for listening. And always, did I make the right choice? It'd be very interesting to hear exactly what we talked about. What are you looking forward to? What like what are you hoping for from Marvel and Disney as they release Wakanda Forever? Are you looking for that emotional journey that Ross and I are looking for? Are you looking for something that handles it diplomatically and moves and keeps the pace and keeps the themes like Andy wants? Let us know. You know, you can find us on social media. Just search for Sequel Pitch. We're there. We're the first one. We're the number one for everything Sequel Pitch related. Um, yeah. Hey, you know, we also, it's worth noting, we love making these uh, these recordings, even when we lose, right, Andy? We still love doing it. he doesn't i hope he doesn't mean it but look if you love listening to it as well you can of course support the podcast help us grow we do have a patreon get on patreon.com forward slash sequel pitch if you can help us out if you can support us that means we keep the lights on it means we get to keep coming back and doing this and delivering more of the trial by combat that we love to do in that debate section like we are friends i promise but for now everybody thank you so much thank you for listening until next episode, it is goodbye from this week's runner-up trialist, Andy Henry. Wakanda forever to Charla forever. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye to this from this week's winner, Ross Armstrong. Uh Wakanda forever. And it's <laughs> goodbye from your host. Um, rest in peace, Chadwick. You were inspiration and it is worth noting you you've done incredible work thank you for everything you've done join us next episode as we pitch sequels to james cameron's avatar bye folks bye. Bye. <laughs>